Mood.tv I mean, you were just talking about his incest family friendly. <laughs> is freedom of speech a little bit more friendly if, <laughs> or is freedom of speech a little bit more free if you say something somebody tells you to say? Can you get away with more? Because it's not necessarily your views. Welcome to Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. All right. Featuring host Anthony and EJ5000. We're in it. And me, the Gregor Man. And we have our good friend, Nick Loss, here with us tonight. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back, Nick. Good to be back, as always. Trying to take back his throne. We missed you. Yeah. Now, Nick is a returning guest on the show, but also uh, to, to share a little personal news... Uh, the four of us, my son and one of his friends, have been playing Dungeons and Dragons every week now for a couple weeks. So it's been a pleasure, Nick, to see you more often. Oh yeah, and not invite you to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you can't afford me. That's all. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Well, welcome back, Nick. We we love having you, as always. You're a beautiful, beautiful specimen. Uh, I've prepared an art question. Oh, good. Oh, God damn it! I hate art. We've talked about this before, actually. Some of us, some combinations of us, and I forget who, have talked about this before. But I don't think we ever did a whole episode about it. So the question goes something like this. If you're in an art museum, say around the Mona Lisa, something huge, maybe priceless or close to it, and a political figure is there, right? And they're standing in front of the Mona Lisa, and somebody shoots them, right? And there's a lot of splitter splatter on the piece of art, the piece of priceless art. Do you think the price would go up or down and why? If it was a very famous, we're talking like a big, big politician or big head of state, it'd be a big deal. Okay, and I'm supposed to answer this in a fun way for your show. No, 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 like no, not fun. This super practically. <laughs> Doesn't have to be fun. You can answer it a sad way if you want. You have to answer it as fun as you answered the thing about incest. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just a good time for me. But this, on the other hand, I mean, I don't feel like it would change at all. A, I don't feel it would change at all. B, there's a huge team of people keeping those paintings looking the way they are. And they are That's varnished true. and cleaned and able to be restored further. <laughs> and that is just not a problem. A little bit of blood spatter on a priceless It'll painting. just be a story. Yeah. It's just something that happened one time. All right. What if... Um... New question. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Nick. <laughs> All right. Who else has got a question? <laughs> I disagree. I think, um, I think depending on the artwork... I think uh, it could add some value because now it does have a story because most of the paintings that are precious have a story built in. Uh, you know, most of the famous artists that we know historically, not modern art, even the modern artists or postmodern artists or post-postmodern artists, whatever. It's more about the story than the work at first. But how long before the value increase, though? Because I feel like it's not just going to be like, oh, blood on it now from this politician, like... It's 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 more money. I mean, let's be real. A lot of these, the, the most famous paintings are more famous than this politician that's probably going to be forgotten in 10 years. Yeah. Now, now, but that's the thing. Now that politician will never be forgotten 
in some circles. Yeah. Yeah. Their stock rose, I feel like, more than the painting. Well, and the tricky part is, like, they don't often value a painting. They only value paintings and or artworks, like, two times, and it's whenever they're trying to claim insurance. Like, you know, when they're trying to value the, the price of a piece to insure it or when they try to sell it. So you would either have to reinsure it because it got blood on it to see how much it'd be worth, or you'd have to sell it. And I think something like that on the market, people people like buy straight up criminals' clothes and artwork. So, oh, yeah, that's true. So now you're mixing two things together. So I think that would create the value more. Like some, uh, that Banksy piece that, that, uh, that a couple shredded. months ago. The shredded yeah. one, yeah. For the listeners who don't know, Banksy's a street artist or a... a, a group of street artists but there was an art piece that was in a letter box a uh, a frame and then whenever it went to auction the piece shredded itself it, it pulled through and it, it shredded like a piece of paper and then the value still went up of course because still is what it is yeah it's still a spectacle still because it's art yeah that's the story and because of the story because there's a story so i think that that blood spatter would probably make the, the politician more famous like someone alluded to and also make that piece more valuable be a little bit more expensive in your opinion i mean when you choose but i feel like you, you chose something so iconic like the mona lisa like yeah that. mona lisa's a little much that's I a agree. bit much it's a bit yeah, much because once it's priceless once it's achieved pricelessness could you poop on it i and mean it would still be priceless i mean yeah 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 i mean i'm sure again someone is going to clean it and restore it no no no. That i mean if i bought piece it piece of a museum you're not gonna buy it no, no, no. You don't buy the Mona Lisa. No, you don't no, get okay. to. Okay, the, the Lord comes down from heaven and gives me the Mona Lisa. So just because I'm wondering. And, and it's not in a museum anymore. It's my private property for me to do as I like with. And so I poop on it day in and day out. Once it's out of the museum. Yes. Guess what? It's not priceless. Depreciation. Really? No longer priceless. Fuck your private collection. Once it's out of the Louvre, it doesn't, it's nowhere near as valuable. Does it doesn't have that Because it doesn't have that team of people. Making sure it's perfect all the time. Oh, is that why? I, I I really don't know. Like why it would depreciate. I mean, that makes sense. I guess because in your nasty house, all the all your nasty funk getting into the fibers <laughs> of the canvas. Come on, like, I'll show you priceless. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a lot of, a lot of that art is usually not usually, but a lot of that art can be lost because private collectors hoard it, and there's pieces that we did go unvalued and. Are just gone. You know, that's actually a big problem is that people buy art on the private market, have these huge collections and never show them to anybody ever yeah. again. And they're like, where'd it go? Oh yeah. Cause they're moving it from their mountain place to their beach place. So similarly with dinosaur bones, I hear, I hear there's like China specifically will sell a lot of these really uh, precious fossils that would be historic and scientifically valuable, valuable and viable. But these private collectors buy them, and then like, too bad. Like it's it just goes next to your buttball guy's right. <laughs> uh, collection, you know. And then it's like, all right, whatever. Except you don't lose that because it means more to you personally. <laughs> if famous if famous blood splatter gets on a dinosaur bone, does that make it not priceless anymore? How how famous would this blood splatter have to be? I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's, I, it's a lot of splatter. It's like the the politician that becomes the the first king of the world, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's big, something big time. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah way up there. Not, you know, we're not talking about the mayor of Butts Town, you know. We're talking about someone way up there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to disrespect the mayor of Butts Town. <laughs> this isn't quite comparable, but like the flag that they rested Lincoln's head on, which is in a museum down here, which is pretty gnarly. Yeah. 
and cool. You could see it. I bet you that flag is worth more than a regular flag. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, so what do you mean worth more? Like, at what point is someone going to go, well, it's time to cash in on this pig? Yeah, somebody you must know, have like, done that, though. At some point down the line, somebody... Do you think somebody that was in the room was looking at the flag like, oh, yeah, I'm going to cash in on this? Like, why why, why that, too? I mean, I think that's a pretty apropos thing to hold under a bleeding president's head, but wasn't there, like, a towel? Like, why? No, that's a great point. Like, was that the <laughs> closest thing? The towel's like, actually worth more. Oh, my God, that would be a crazy sketch comedy where... <laughs> yeah, it's like looking at the towel and then, like, the flag and then, like, the towel... Yeah. <laughs> What's gonna have the better use value? Or, or no, better better worth <laughs> after it's out of here. <laughs> Not use value at all. It's useless. <laughs> oh man, that's really interesting. I never thought about that at all. But I wonder. Yeah, were they thinking about it? Was somebody in the room thinking about it monetarily? That would be nuts. We gotta get this on a flag, <laughs> or this will help because it's a flag. Or like, what? Why the flag? Like, what? It seems symbolic now, but like, why? Why did you pick that object? <laughs> no, I bet it was symbolic then. I bet they thought it was full of rich imagery. Like, this is going to make a great photo op if there were a lot of photo ops. You know? I mean, what? He's in a theater, right? So, you know, there was like curtains and drapes around that they could have just grabbed. Right. Or what have you. Anything. Anything. Maybe a seat cushion. Yeah. And his wife probably had one of those old, like, timey bonnets on or some shit. Yeah. Well, he was across the street when he died. They took it, they, they lugged him over to a house across the street. So it probably was just like whatever was in the room, but it still seems crazy. So it was the person whose house it was. Right. was like, shit, what do I got? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I, got- I got no <laughs> towels, but I got an American flag. <laughs> so, so like, I have an abundance of towels, but I also have this American flag. Uh, we plan on using the towels again. <laughs> uh, the flag? <laughs> I wonder if, if they kept the bed sheets and everything. Like, did they keep it all? Did the government yeah. immediately take it, or was the person like, no, 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 leave it, I got it, I got this. <laughs> At that museum, they have, like, some bone fragments, the bullet, and the flag, which is pretty neat. It's a little museum attached to, like, a military complex, and then they have, like, all sorts of cool dissections and babies in jars. It's really little space, but, you know, it's worth worth going to see that. It was pretty... That's uh, wild. That's it, interesting. It looked pretty valuable, yeah. that flag. <laughs> they, have a, uh, they have, like, the playbill he was holding at a restaurant here in New York that's got a little blood on it, and I bet... Worth way more than other playbills. But then, but then, second question, right? You think that's his blood, or you think someone's like, <laughs> "Oh, uh, Schmier"? Yeah, it's the one he was holding when he got shot. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Was, yeah, I was gonna say somebody definitely took that playbill and just rubbed it on the railing or something. Yeah, could be. Yeah, man. The lady came up with concessions. She's like, got some Mentos and some some <laughs> now and later. She like rubs them in there. Yeah. She's like, we're all going to make bank. Oh, man. If they- <laughs> she was just eating a turkey leg and was like, just smeared the turkey leg blood on it. Do you think, though, I guess, you know, that's a tried and true scenario where things definitely increased in value. I would say those things have all more value than they would have if they didn't have those things. They, yeah, they would have definitely been either thrown out, burned. Thrown out, yeah. Blown, for sure. blown until it was ratty and tattered and put out of commission, which I think they burned them. Um, yeah. But I still agree that the assassin, the politician, all their stuff, their stock rises because of this, not the Mona Lisa. I think both. I, I think maybe both. Uh, maybe. If it's if it's an iconic piece, then it... it, it Nothing. It doesn't matter what happens to it anymore. You know, it's it's just it's there. Yeah. When something is like the Mona Lisa, that was bad. Mona Lisa was bad. (laughs) It was a bad example because it's priceless. So I think even if I did poop on it every day, yeah, it would be hard to take the price down. But I would love to have 
to poop on it every day and have the person come and reapprise it every week and be like, still priceless. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, too, that what Marcel Duchamp, yep. one of the original Dada's camp, he made uh, the, that ready-made, it looks like a urinal. Yeah. I can't, is it called urinal? Urinal. It's, it's a weird-looking urinal. It's very long, and it, it doesn't look like a normal urinal. It's like a 1910s yeah. European urinal, yeah. so, you know. <laughs> um, but it's a urinal that, that people do pee and poop into whenever they get a chance. Like, famously, a lot of people have been arrested, so... Not famous people, but people oh, have been... Oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, isn't it in, a like, a, a box in the Philadelphia Museum of Art? It is now. I saw it. But I mean, that could have been traveling. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you're right, though. Probably people. I'm have... sure they've tried, no doubt. And but that for Duchamp would be into that. He would be like, he'd be, he'd be for yeah. it. Yeah, he'd be like hundred percent. He's yeah. like, this is the joke of y'all idiots saying this is art. So what if Lincoln peed into that? Oh, <laughs> well, that would be. Does that raise the value? Now that's really, really confusing. <laughs> Like, especially now, like you're saying, like the spirit of Lincoln pisses in it. <laughs> no, but he gets shot and he's like, I gotta, I gotta leak one last. L- l- <laughs> I go, oh, he sounds hammered That's what as he shit. sounded like after he got shot. I go, oh, yeah, he's, oh, oh, oh. I got one more piss to pay in the pot. That would be the worst. That's how you came back. Like the moment before you died is how you are forever. <laughs> oh God, that would be lame. Anyways, go on. Sorry. Go on. No, that's it. No, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, I just got caught up in that. <laughs> I apologize. That would be a really, that'd be a, not a great eternity for a lot of people, I bet. But anyways, neither here nor there. Anybody else want to weigh in on uh, on this? I think this is where I just say, fuck art. <laughs> that sounds like a good spot for a break When on this break, uh, in honor of our guest Nick uh, We're going to play some music from whenever we were in high school together Nick Gregg and I's band, Anthony, was a special member in this And so listen to a song by Straighten Upright from 2001 We'll be right back A few years ago, well, you guys were talking about niceties, social niceties. A few years ago, maybe 15 years back or so, you may know that I'm somehow related to Anthony. He was on tour or away at college, can't remember. And I decided, because I play the drums, but I've never been schooled, to buy a book called Drumming for Dummies. When he came home, I said, so man, sit down and read while I play. Let me know what you think. So I got to page one, playing my heart out. Page two, playing my heart out. Page three, he's saying nothing. Page four, page five, got up to page 12, and I turned around, and I said, what do you think? And he said, go back to page one. That's a nicety. Welcome back, everybody. You just heard... uh you just heard a lover of the podcast. That's my that's my dad right there uh, talking about <laughs> social niceties. Uh, <laughs> so Anthony, you don't come off so good in that story. 
Yeah, that's true. I would say I don't come back looking like the nice guy I am. <laughs> I look a little bit more loose. A little loose. It's a bit loose. It's a little looseier. A little bit more like your image in this video. It's loosey goosey. Shitty. <laughs> Especially right now. Up close and a little greasy. Yeah, I'm super greasy. I'm greasy. Greasy. I like saying greasy with a Z. Anyways, thanks for calling in. Always feel free to call in. We love it when people call in. We miss you, John. Yeah, you have to come on the show one of these days. That'd be great. You're a wonderful drummer, too. I mean, I wouldn't have known that he wasn't schooled at some point. Oh, yeah. He... I didn't know he was never schooled. Well, he got schooled by Anthony in that conversation, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, he did. No, he did get Dad's great. Dad's, Dad's a great drummer. I was probably... I was probably just hung up on something on the first page. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I was pay- too busy reminiscing about butt ball guy. <laughs> yeah. feeling nostalgic. It could just be my fault. Maybe I zoned out and said, oh, sorry. So should I go back to page one? <laughs> Maybe that's how it was. See, I thought I took that as like you were telling him, like, listen, go back and start on page one. That, that's how he you are not. You are not at page 12. yet. That's how he's twisting the story. <laughs> <laughs> he's twisting it to make me look bad but really i just wasn't paying attention <laughs> so you look bad on your own so i look pretty good in that light yeah it's good i wasn't paying attention at all <laughs> no it's probably true i i probably uh i i probably did see something on page one that i would have liked to have talked to him about i didn't realize that he wanted me to stop him though you know you're like dad did you read this thing about having rhythm <laughs> Uh, go back to page one. Well, I gotta say, Johnny, thank you for being a drum influence on me. I always wanted to play drums ever since I was a little kid. I was like four years old in Newark, and my mom took me to a music store, and I walked in, and she's like, what instrument do you want to play? Anything you want. And I saw those drums there, and I got behind the drums starting to hit them, and she's like, No. <laughs> so I didn't get to play drums until way later in life. And so I'd go over to Anthony's house and watch John play. And he'd let me, he was nice enough, which I would not let any of my kids' friends play my drums, but he let me play his drum set. And then, you know, later on, I worked for Modern Drummer Magazine and got the tour as a drummer. And so thank you, John. I really appreciate it. If I've never said that, I, I uh, owe you a debt of gratitude for sure. And go back to page one. <laughs> I appreciate that, that same thing of letting someone try to be a drummer. Because you guys were playing the, I believe, the talent show, and we were going to play Pennywise's Bro Him, <laughs> and I tried to drum, and the only drum set I was ever able to play was Anthony's dad's, and that dream lasted all of however long that session was, because I could not play drums as much <laughs> as I really wanted to, and I still can't. It's harder than it looks. It yeah. is harder than it looks. That's but John sure. gave me the ability to fail. <laughs> so I that's do huge. appreciate that and that's a life lesson. dad's good at that dad's given me 30 some years of the ability to fail <laughs> again <laughs> and again give you enough rope to hang yourself with uh, all the rope well thanks for thanks for thanks for calling in dad and uh, yeah also yeah he was very liberal with the drum set he was liberal with the drum set super liberal and might I say on this episode, Happy Father's Day, John. I mean, oh, I think up. We're, this is probably the Father's Day. And Happy Father's Day, Greg, a man. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize this was a Father's Day episode. I do not know when Father's Day is. Happy Father's Day, EJ. But Happy Father's Day, EJ. Yeah, thank you. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. And Nick and, and Anthony, no Happy Father's Day to you guys. No, well, Happy Father's Day to you, though. Happy Father's Day all around for all those fathers out there that listen, and for the founding fathers that get blood all over shit. 
and <laughs> and increase the value of said shit. Yeah. Let's get back to those guys. As much as I do love talking about all this, you know, we have a very important question to figure out here. And I I feel as though the price would go up. I think the Mona Lisa was a very bad example, I will say, because I think priceless, once it gets to priceless level, it becomes more theoretical. So maybe a Rothko. Maybe, maybe a some, Rothko. Maybe someone gets their some someone gets their brain, brain splattered across a Rothko. You're like, yeah, for sure. What if it's a Pollock? That's kind of what I my brain initially went there. I was like, I don't think anyone would notice. They wouldn't even know. Yes. Yeah, they're like, nah. No, they're very globby and everything. It does look a lot like brains. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I keep on imagining that it's brains and not entrails. Who are they getting shot at? Definitely brains. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think or we could, they could explode. Okay. Good. Good. You know, it's choose your own adventure. Really, they got they got to get all over the painting though, yeah. and then we got to get the appraisers to come in. You know. What yeah. if they don't die? What if it's just a through and through? Oh, <laughs> uh, that, I wouldn't that go drop up as the much, value much. of the increase. Yeah, definitely drops the value. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. If there would be an is... increase. I think if they don't die, it's an inconvenience <laughs> for the people cleaning it. Yeah, the death is valuable. They would definitely clean it if they didn't die. But if they did die, I think they'd think twice about cleaning it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it was a Mona Lisa, I'm going on and, and saying though, anything before 19th century is getting cleaned. Just is anything like before the, 19th like, century? I feel like modern stuff. There, they'll be like, uh, "Fuck, hmm. we we got more." They'll but like, like this, I, this is hardly art anyway, so we might as well keep it there for the story. <laughs> I feel like anything older, it has this other weird reverence around it that they'd be like, "We we have to get that off of there because we can't have this history influence." No, no, too much, too much crossing. Yeah, it could be. Hmm. I don't know. I've never experienced that problem yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anthony, become a famous politician and I'll come shoot you in front of a famous painting. <laughs> All right. It's not a bad way to go, I don't think. Uh. As long as it's quick, you can't be shooting me over and over again. <laughs> like, does every shot increase the value a little bit? After the first shot, hopefully you won't be feeling too much if he does it right. Now nah, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna be in a, a master assassin and through and through all of them so that you're still alive afterwards. <laughs> well, then you're not gonna get anything for those paintings. Then it's an inconvenience. I wasn't gonna get anything anyway. Yeah, it's just an inconvenience for the museum. Just an exercise. I bet the second a politician gets shot in front of a painting and there's splatter everywhere, everybody that works in the museum is like, "This fucker's gotta die." <laughs> 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 they're like is he dead they're like no they come up with a pistol behind him and shoot him so he does yeah I like otherwise this is going to be a terrible terrible inconvenience yeah the guy at sotheby's like comes and steps on the guy's neck he's like man we got to make sure this auction goes <laughs> off without a hitch yeah, we got to make sure it's not just inconvenient <laughs> yeah but i um i do feel I think I think the price would go up if it weren't something that is widely considered to be priceless. I think I'm in that camp. I remember uh, Nick and I both went to art school together to art school drop, and I remember there was a painting that was pretty famous that was like the the Virgin Mary with shit right, with yeah, dung yeah, at the yeah. time. There was like elephant dung on it, and that was like a big deal. And I was just thinking like that made the painting more valuable, but if it people took the shit off, it would be less valuable, which is really interesting. Well, but yeah. it was part of the painting, though. Yeah, it's part of the it's concept, not, I guess. It wasn't, yeah, well, yeah, that's, it wasn't like, I'm going to paint it and then smear. It was, the, uh, <laughs> the shit was the paints. <laughs> which is why I laugh at your guys' schooling and say, fuck art. Yeah, me too, buddy. Oh my I goodness. say it at least once a month. If anybody shits on the painting, though, afterwards, though, does what does that do? On that painting? 
I mean, again, where are we talking about on the old Bristol scale? If it's a number one, I don't think it's that big a deal. I'm thinking like a four. <laughs> you know, four is questionable. I think you, you get into again. Uh, if if it's if it's marble, if it's a sculpture, again, no big deal. Hose her off. If it's a painting, I don't know. Tapestry, you got a problem. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> stay out of stay out of the cloisters. If you're going to shit on valuable stuff. Where do you bristle? Sorry, I never saw the Bristol scale and it's pretty awesome. I was just about to ask. Yeah, to go back to that. How how far do you have to go to bristle on the Bristol? What? When does it start getting uncomfortable for you? I mean, first of all, I think anywhere can be uncomfortable. All right, but I mean, you know. Yeah, what did you eat? Yeah. Well, number one's not the worst, right? No, number one's not good either. Oh, wait, what's number one? It's like pellets. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You want it in the middle on the you Bristol wanna, scale. You want to be around a 3-4 in a Bristol scale. Yeah. The 3 is a good time, but like, again, he, and you mentioned that baseball from a while back. I mean, you know, that's low <laughs> on the scale for sure. It's solid, but it wasn't good. <laughs> Wait, so what is a what, what is the Bristol scale? Where does this come in with the painting again? Where like I'm saying basically the looser the stool. <laughs> like a number 9? The lower the effect seven. it's probably going to have on the value. It only goes to seven. <laughs> so, Come on. It so only goes, a, it's one through so seven, so Anthony. Let's get on your scale. This is through the roof then. <laughs> not, number nine is not even the 11 joke. It's like crank it up to 12. <laughs> I think at seven, you're, you're prolapsed, you're inside out. You've got other parts of you falling out with it. You look like an artwork. You, you got... And again, yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, you're a... Uh, you're a Pollock. You're a Francis Bacon. You're a chef and you cook in stew. <laughs> <That was good. laughs> As it is described on this Google image, watery, no solid Ooh. pieces, entirely liquid. Yeah. <laughs> I get those a lot. No, I do. I don't. I don't get those a lot. No, no, no I, I don't. Do. Yes. <laughs> if I had to guess, you probably live around a five six, Anthony. Uh, leading towards. Uh, yeah, I actually have pretty regular. Pretty. I'm pretty regular. It's pretty good usually. Actually, now I did probably have a nine uh, a couple months ago. <laughs> I definitely had a nine a few months ago, and it was just pure pissing, pissing out the old butthole. <sighs> now, if I did that on a painting. <laughs> It would make it worthless. It might eat through the painting. Depends on the, again, I gotta say, it really depends on the painting. You know, you'd be amazed at what you could pass off as uh, just a bit of rust from 300 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think too, like, what if a painting went out of favor, like it's not cool anymore, and then you shit on it, and then people now pay attention to it because you shit on it. So now the story, it has a, a story. Because you thought it was important enough to shit on it. So now it's in the news, and so the value goes up. Yeah, you might single-handedly drive people to really get interested in art. Where's the one the guy shit on? You know, they're lining up for that. That that would bring some faction, some factions to the art museum. Same with the shooting. Like, if that could be like, oh, we didn't care about that piece, but now we want to see the piece that has the brains on it. Oh, totally. Yeah, I bet there's some... You know, I wonder if that artist would be, be so offended. You know, it's sitting next to a priceless work of art, but their art actually increased in value. EJ, I think you just hit on it. If we want more art appreciation, we need more car wrecks to happen in museums. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's why people watch NASCAR, right? Like, Oh, that's definitely true. If you punch straight through the Mona Lisa, does that decrease it or is it still priceless? Is it priceless, by the way? Are we calling it? Who says it's priceless? I feel like it's widely regarded as priceless. They're not going to sell I mean, I'm it. I'm sure there's a... 
it's they're not going to sell it beyond it is beyond monetary value no one no one could could take that away from them to me at that stage it becomes priceless in in 1962, it was insured for 100 million U.S. dollars. Right. Today, that'd be somewhere around 700 million dollars. Right. If if I if it appeared in my bedroom right now, I definitely wouldn't say, uh, "Oh, that's priceless. I can't sell it." I would definitely think more in terms of this is this has a price. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. So um, I guess there is that. I would say to you. On the black market, I don't think that the Mona Lisa with the hole punched through it is going to be worth very much. <laughs> yes. Yes. True. Nor, nor do I think that the Louvre is going to display it while there is a hole punched through it. That'd be louche. That would be, <laughs> that'd be at least a step past louche. <laughs> that'd be like a seven on the Bristol scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feeling louche at the Louvre. That'll be, <laughs> that's my first art house porn. Get loose at the Louvre. Getting loose at the Louvre. Or loose stool. Loose <laughs> <laughs> stool is me going around the Tate and shitting on all the art. Loose stool. That's what that would be called. There you go. That's a fair place to end the show, right? Uh, I like how Tate also sounds like taint. It does. I'm just glad that we got to talk about a bit of culture and scales of fecal solidity. I'm feeling elevated. And very low. Which only ties into what I feel about art. Which is fair. <laughs> I also like how we had another one of Anthony's family members on, uh, though it be recorded previously, and it also further proved that Anthony doesn't listen to other people. <laughs> That's not true. I was definitely listening. I probably just you saw something on the first listening. page. I was totally listening. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I, I probably just saw something on that first page and said, we should talk about it. That's all. You definitely didn't. Because the first page of any dummies book is not anything meaningful. It was like I the mean, copyright. It's like dedicated <laughs> to all the dummies trying to play drums. <laughs> you get an opportunity to break break John's balls that that well. I mean, you got to take it though. I mean, it, 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 yeah. To me, I, I just see that as probably that. I've <laughs> broken his balls a lot over the years. Yeah, he's a regular Gucci Berry, if you're familiar. <laughs> So thank you for listening to this episode of Let Me Ask You a Question. If you want to contact us like John did, please call in. You'll be on the show, 929-352-6173. Sorry, Dan, from February. Again, that's 929-352-6173. 929-352-6173. The best place to find that number is on moot.tv. That's a website. You'll find all our posts there. All that information to contact us is on there. You could also donate to us there or buy stuff at our store link. If you want to email us directly, it's let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com. No, we could not get a longer email address, even though we tried. <laughs> also, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at lamayakpod. Uh, it's the acronym for the show. And um, we have a subreddit. We're not super active there, nope. but feel free to go there. And we don't really go on the Facebook, even if you see us posting there. But we appreciate all the new listeners and the old listeners and the new to be listeners and stuff. How about you guys? Nick, do you want to promote anything you got? You selling dime bags or anything you want to give us? <laughs> yeah, a- if uh, you need uh, your house uh, repaired or, uh, you know, remodeled, uh, you happen to be in the, the greater Portland, Maine area, just give us a call. Uh, look me up. Uh, I'm out there. There you go. There you go. I'm going to go ahead and say, because we'll probably not get to it, thank you, Dan, for your voicemail in February. 
Um, he was responding in the dick tattoo episode <laughs> or penis tattoo episode, as he as he so kindly put it, and said that you should uh, that that we were fools for not thinking of the two obvious choices, which was Slinky Dog from Toy Story, oh, excellent. and the Sandworm from Beetlejuice. Because of oh. the because of the growing aspect of it, he said he thought those would be great, and I I wholeheartedly agree that those would actually be great tattoos. So awesome uh, for the Wang Johnson, and um, I apologize, and we apologize for uh, for not seeing that sooner. But I want I want to make sure we get that out there. You can find Anthony on Instagram at Anthony Doing Stuff, Greg at the Greg Man, and you can find me at either EJ Dukoski or my art Instagram at We Are All Spies. Yeah, stay tuned. Have a happy Father's Day because that will be coming up. And is this really uh, Father's Day though? That's June twenty first. Is this is this getting that far? But thanks again for listening, and we'll see you <laughs> next time. Uh, let me ask you a question. Mood TV. It's time to cash in on this pig. <laughs>